<laughs> What's up, podcasters? Welcome back to T-Bomb, this business of music. My name is James Hargis. I'm here with my musical mix, Mr. Jody Bardeke. Jody, how you doing today? I'm terrific. I'm so glad you're here, bro. This is our 50th show, 500 show? No. <laughs> Fourth, fourth show. Fourth, fourth show. The fourth show we've done. I'm really excited today. We have Duke Evers on the show. Duke Evers, the yep. band, with uh, Kyle and Josh, and um, fanboying, fanboying out a little bit. I have their shirt on. Yeah, yeah. I fucked with Josh and told him it was laundry day, but I really have just I made fun of out a little in. bit. I was like, You're, really? You're gonna wear the shirt? So basically, guys, the format is we're just going to talk some shit about music, bro. All and, right. Um, who you who else do we have here, seem to love. Uh, Jess is here. Jess McCann. Is it McCann? McMahon. McMahon. They're, they're a beautiful manager and a good friend of mine. And uh, probably the reason we're all together. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Jess just, um, I don't know how that worked. How did that work? Did we, we're, we're just ha- fancy like that. Were, did we meet at their show or were we hanging out and you were like, hey, come check this out? No. It was at a record release show you had at the Croc, or not the Croc, but the Chop Suey. Chop Suey. Oh, yeah. And your family was there. Everybody was there partying. Yeah. And, and uh, you kind of blew my mind, bro. That was the first Duke Evers wedding. That was, yeah. That was a fun night. Kind of blew my mind. Um, I sense. kind of, um, so I'm a bit jaded. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been uh-huh. in the industry a couple of decades. So I'm just kind of like, I, I was looking at my dog the other day, and he's laying there, and like, never gets up, <laughs> nothing ever. But then a dog was barking on the TV, and he kind of like lifted his head up, and like, woof, woof, woof. That's how I was with you, bro. I was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I like that. And I don't pay attention to a lot of shit because you just walk through the night and you do your thing and you work in the industry and you're like, oh, that's whatever. Someone's right. playing some music. But uh, you blew my mind, bro. And, and I'm really, I was really impressed. And I sat and listened to your whole set and I was like, wow. And I think Jess and I like made a connection after that. And um, I think I might have even come back. And I don't ever do that. And I came back and I was like, Whatever you're doing, kid, keep doing it. <laughs> you did kind of say that. So, I you know, like and here we are, man. This is um, this is it. This is the magic. But speaking of the magic, so let's start. I'm going to start with Kyle, man, because, dude, your drums are ripping, bro. Like, I'm serious. Like, Thanks, you two together, dynamics are just happening for sure. Thank you. Um, where, where did the magic start? Like, was it, like, for me, it was, I think I was 9, 10 years old, driving in my mom's Volkswagen, listening to America on KFRC and, like, singing. Like, where did the, where did the music where did it come from? Where did the love come from? Where did that spark come from? Where, you know, from the humble beginnings? That's the longest um, question I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I got a little lot well, of lead in. I guess it, uh, I mean, I think it all started with my grandma. Uh, she was super into uh, rock music and was always making, like, when I was like, four or five years old and she was making me listen to Guns N' Roses and yeah. Megadeth and, <laughs> and all granny. that so uh, so that's where it started and then when I was 14 I went over to a buddy of mine's house after school and he took his brother's cassette tapes of uh, VHS tapes of Nirvana and Rage Against the Machine playing live and then I saw that and I was like I have to do this you, right this, now that, that was and he spark. he played guitar but he had a drum set yeah and so we just I, I just started learning drums and and it's been awesome. So did yeah. you know, was it Skins the whole time where you just like... This yeah, is, yeah, right into drums. No question. No question at all. Because drummers are different animals, man. Drummers are, you know, drummers are like Bigfoot. Every time I see <laughs> a band, they're like looking for a fucking drummer. And I'm like, I think they're all with Bigfoot because there's not a lot of drummers out there. Um, and there's not a lot of good ones out there either. Um, Bassists on the other yeah. hand. Bassists on the other oh. hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love making fun of bassists. <laughs> no, bassists. Don't, don't even get us going on bass. Yeah, There's no, no, we're gonna go. We're gonna check in with a bass players here real quick, but a little later in the show. And so, Josh, where was the magic for you? Because you got some stuff going on, man. You got some influences happening. I was just like, this guy's a little bit of everything, man. Uh-huh. This is like amazing watching you. Thank you, man. Um, yeah. Honestly, I started out as just a guitar player. I really didn't start singing until I we 
we started Duke Evers. I didn't want to sing in the band. I had no interest in that. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. It really just started with guitar playing. You know, I would watch a lot of C. Ray Vaughan. I wanted to be this like virtuosic guitar player that mm-hmm. I was never gonna be, but I didn't realize at the time. Alatiniola um, and all that. Too. Yeah, I was like super into like shredding, and I was like guitar slows, and then I was God like, bless you. Then I realized, I know. You. And then I started listening to punk music, and I was like, and then I started to go the other way, you know, because punk music is like the opposite of guitar solos yeah, and right. all that kind of stuff. And then I kind of started to discover the songwriting aspect of it. Um, and I, th- I was like, well. You know, I started listening to bands of like Kings of Leon and all these. I was like, if these guys can do it, I can do it. You yeah, know, kind of thing. So it's a great point. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, you know, I yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we started Duke Evers, and um, and then that's really where my love of like songwriting began um, because I had the chance to do it. And yeah. So to be clear, Duke Evers was the tyrannical trainer of Apollo Creed, right? Yes. And yes. I was thinking before I was before I came in, I'm like. Who does that represent? Is it Jess? Is it you? Or is it Kyle, the tyrannical one in the band? Like, I think is it's it... maybe like a combination of everybody. Everybody? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> she's a monster. She yeah, goes she's... after it, bro. She's oh, like yeah. a straight-up hustler, man. We've yeah. had some pretty amazing conversations about the industry. And I remember one yeah. night we had a great date. We went out, and we were between everyone I knew and she knew, we just walked into every club, every yeah. band, and we saw all these <laughs> bands. And we were just like holding hands and running to the next club. Like, let's go over here. And I was like, wow, this is kind of fun. It's kind of <laughs> Man. But um, yeah, so there, so you're all a bit tyrannical about it. Like, and you're, are you the creative process behind you, the songwriter, you the tune, the, you know, the um, melody, or is how does that work between you and Kyle? I would say it's a combination. You know, sometimes it is a song that I've developed quite a bit, or sometimes it's a lot of times it's just me and Kyle are in the middle of one song, and then just blast off into another song, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we kind of decide like, well, I guess you know, which which road to go down and. Right, so everything's yeah. piggybacking off of yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, else. a lot of times it's just like in the middle of a song, and then I'll just do something different, or Kyle do something different, or whatever. Whatever the go up and do a be. tangent. Yeah. Yeah, and I know I've been in a lot of I've been in some studios, practice spaces, and so forth. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> and I've watched that magic happen, where it's just like, yeah. oh, oh, fuck that. Like, try this with that, and then next thing you know, it's a different song. Yeah, it's a yeah, good, which is, is kind of wild. I just want to say that on the side. <laughs> yeah, when a manager does that, grabs the crinkly, crinkly water bottle from their artist. Perfect. Perfect. I'll be here all day. So, I, I was gonna wait a little while to bust into this, but I'm dying to know what what the what was the fucking Sony deal? What, what was oh, going oh, on? Yeah, can yeah, you yeah. talk about this? I mean, without getting too crazy. Uh, yeah, we can talk about it. Um, you know, it it, it was. Uh, <laughs> even start you know i we wish were, you guys could see jess's face right now we, <laughs> she just took we a were, deep breath and yeah. like, oh, <laughs> we had this idea of what we thought like you know like many musicians do like what we thought it would be like and we thought we were going to get on a label and it was going to be like mm-hmm. we we're going to be you know rushed into this like st- like i don't know about stardom but we were like yeah we're gonna hit the road and we're gonna be opening for all these bands on yeah. the label and we're gonna be cutting you know, recording and music and like it's gonna be a montage of you guys yeah, in the bus like, like having fun like Rocky yeah. theme music play yeah, you know yeah. like me and Kyle were like you know we're training and and, <laughs> and it just you know it wasn't that wasn't that at all and so you were signed you were full bones you were signed by we had like a yeah. five record deal it was a real yeah, it was deal. a big one it was a right, real right. Yeah, it was a big deal yeah it was no joke and um but we just I we, think sometimes when you get into these you know the legend is sometimes I'm a little closer. One second. Sometimes the legend is bigger in your head, right, than what the reality is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had been signed to an indie label before. Um, Who, what indie label were you on before? Um, they were on Random Records. 
which admittedly was a complete shit show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm actually in the process of going through legal action with them. Yeah. So, um, you know, to get to Sony, it was kind of like this, it was our out, right? To be able to, to we've gone through this situation on sure. an indie, then like the big guys come in, this is what we had all talked about. They're from gonna the very take beginning. care of us. It's right. Gonna, yeah. And you know, it's not that it was so terrible. I think what it is is that when you have these unbelievable expectations of mm. what a label is going to do for you, and then that doesn't happen in the way that you think, it doesn't, you know, it's a, it's a mismatch. Yeah. And, you know, Sony was kind enough um, to let us out of that deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I was surprised by that. I'm we really, were, yeah, so I right. was really <laughs> surprised <laughs> by that. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, we were too. I mean, but like the, the real, you know, when we when we got back from LA, we had done some writing sessions with Sony, mm -hmm. and while while we while we were in LA, um, we got this thing from Random Records, and they were like, we hadn't heard from them in a long time, mm -hmm. but they, Paul, the the owner of the label, was like, you know, we saw the YouTube video that you guys made, blah blah blah, or the music video you guys made put on YouTube. You guys need to pull that down. Like we didn't know. So had they not known you split from them, or what was the deal? With I that? mean, the, the contract was up by that point, and then after that, we just. You know, we were so over them, and they were just kind of over us. So we just didn't we didn't talk. contact them, and they didn't yeah. contact us. It was just kind this of like it's like breaking up with someone. Like, yeah, yeah, we were just like yeah. you know. And so we came back from LA, and I got a message on my front on my phone uh, from one of my friends, and he's just like, you know, we're trying to stream your your record on Spotify or whatever right now, and we can't find it. So I, I went on Spotify. The record was gone. iTunes, same thing. YouTube, same thing. Race. Completely gone from a race from existence. And so I was Random like. Random got crazy. Whoa. They went cray cray. They yeah. went tantrum. Yeah. And so that, with the combination of us going down to LA, and mind you, like L, uh, Sony was very gracious and they set us up with a, a lot of great writers and things like that. And through that process, which was a very difficult one for me, um, I, I realized that I was like, I don't like any of this. Like, I don't like. Sure how this goes or how they do it and so yeah. I just, it's kind of imposing their will yeah really. I mean and 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 yeah we just we knew that the songs that we were writing in our basement were just better than anything that we were writing down there yeah, yeah. and whether they believe that or not we believed it and so we were like you know if with the combination of our record we realized how quickly our music could be taken away and we were mm -hmm. just like it, it'll put our perspective in a different kind of arena we were just like now we just care more about having our music exist <laughs> that's such a weird yeah. that's such a weird concept though that a label would even think that like hey i want you to write and do music for us but we're going to send someone in to write and do music with you yeah like yeah. really like yeah. how yes. does that even and so we were just like and we sent them some songs and and like yeah you know it, it just it just wasn't the right but vibe. production value on the other hand were they did they put you with a producer did they put you yeah. you know yeah. they, they actually yeah. hooked us up with casey bates was which was the only time that when we played or, or wrote with somebody mm -hmm. um Kyle played the drums. Kyle played the drums. Right. So we, the whole time we were in LA, Kyle was never playing the drums. I was never playing the guitar. People were like writing tracks for us, and we're like, oh, well, wait a minute, what were what were you doing? We were just sitting, we were sitting in the computer there and like writing the lyrics. I would come up with a melody, or someone would be like, hey, that's good, and this we'd be like, actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is it's this, track writing. That's pretty how they standard. Do it yeah. 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 Um, once upon a time, that's all there was. Yeah. yeah. No one was allowed to write their own songs. Like, well, yeah. this yeah. is, if anything, an educational program. So if people want to listen to this, I want them that's to right. know, like, oh, what yeah. the fuck it's you're like, up against. It's, right, it's like PBS, but with more cursing. I mean, yeah. unless you have a record, which we had, but Random Records wouldn't allow that to do anything, right? So right. unless you go into a, a label, which a lot of bands do. Um, 
you know, with a song that's like mm -hmm. vibing or whatever like that. And right. you can write off that for a while and then maybe they just might let you mm -hmm. do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Most likely not. They're still going to, you know what I'm saying? They're probably so still if you have that initial song where they're like, oh man, this is it. This is the hit. They're going to let you ride that train for a minute. And like, I mean, I let's... think so. I don't know. I mean, they're still going to, they're still going to expect you to do, to the, do the writer thing. You know, like even those bands that were, that signed at the same time as us that are doing very well right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they still have a camp and they still have writers and they still have all these things. And mm -hmm. I just wasn't, it's not that I'm like opposed to writing with people. Um, yeah. In fact, I, I love collaborations. Um, but I, like I said, I just felt that what me and Kyle, since we had uh, lost our last bass player, the new sound that we had formed was the truest and purest and the best that we've ever sounded. Yeah. And I was like, why would I give that up yeah. to sound like we're, like we should be on the radio? You know what I'm saying? Like we just didn't care about that. We were just yeah. like, we just want to sound awesome. Yeah, it wasn't we time. Write songs for us. So it's not, not time yet, you know. Yeah, it just wasn't like you're, you're the right. Still time. enjoying the process. You're like, yeah. this is just me, unadulterated, yeah. pure me, and yeah. And Kyle yeah, wait till you're just thing. completely burnt out and yeah. over it, and then <laughs> bring in the writers. Yeah, right, right exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of what we talked about. I mean, as a team, um, as a team, we talked about okay, what do we do next? Yeah. Right. Um, and it became that we want to own our own music. We yeah. want to have control of, right. of the yeah. whole process. Right. We had never done that. I mean, the guys and I have been together for almost five years, mm -hmm. and we've never actually been able to do it without some overhead from yeah. somebody telling us, you're doing it wrong, or that's not how it's done. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I can't guarantee anything, but I can make a phone call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. right? And I called the president of the label. I had a conversation and called them back, and I was like, if you want out, we have an out. We were out. So, um, like I said, they were very gracious. I still have communication with him. Um, I'm sending him a copy of the album. And it wasn't easy, you know, that was not a, it wasn't like, okay, yeah, like, it was, it sucked, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Well, it's we, a huge decision. Yeah, right? I mean, because I mean, when you go and tell people, like, yeah, we're on Sony, and then we're like, yeah, we're not on Sony anymore, it was just like, you know, because... Everyone goes, what? what? Yeah. I mean, it's like you're dating the supermodel. Yeah, I broke yeah, up with that exactly. chick. Like, what? And you're like, yeah, exactly. And you're like, I have to tell you the longest story of, of life right now to tell you how I even got to this point and even then you know it's like so yeah it was a really it was really tough it was not an easy decision but I knew deep deep down inside the song that we recorded with Casey Bates which Sony I think that's the best thing that came out of it we met yeah. Casey Bates he's an awesome dude mm -hmm. awesome re, uh, you know engineer Produ he's a producer, producer yeah, he did this, yeah he did this so record that we, we did the we, we did the whole record the last one. Yeah. yeah and we did a song with him in like four or five hours and that song was kind of like the thing that like kept me grounded. And I, I would go back to that song and be like, yeah. I swear this sounds good. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. To me, I was like, you know, it's not like a narcissistic thing, but I was like, it just sounds good to me. I think this sounds good. Oh, you gotta know that. And yeah. I be and I believed it, you know. And yeah. I was just like, so we just we're just like, yeah. oh, let's just go with this, you know. Yeah. And let's go with Casey and let's just record whatever we whatever have. we want and yeah. whatever we yeah. And, and Casey did a great job of just yeah. magnifying what we had. Um, we really didn't change much, you know. Um, we had the arrangements down. Like, we knew how we wanted them to go, and we had rehearsed them a shitload. And that's, I mean, to me, that's always been, I don't know a lot about the industry. That's kind of why I started this damn podcast, so I can learn a few things. That's what a, a producer's job is, yeah. to just kind of rub yeah. it a little bit and yeah. make it move over to it the left, It depends on the, the right. producer, and it depends on the act a yeah. lot. I mean, some producers come in and go. Boom. It depends, right. yeah. This is one of the nine things that you have that's actually working. Let's go with that. Right, yeah. right. And others, it's like 
almost nothing at all. Like, hey, I'm just going to record this. I'm just going to press yeah. record and shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. So, and then the whole range in between that. And but does that mean because that. they're bad producers or just because the shit's no. so good or a little no, both? No, it's different I mean, styles of producing yeah. and different needs and depend- for bands. And it depends on a budget. You know, how long can right. they be in yeah. a studio? How long <laughs> like, do oh, they yeah. have hey, to sit there and Hey, we got 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's you know all they're paying me for. Me and Kyle know we don't have, we don't have, we can't afford any time. We can barely afford the time that we're in there. So we know that to maximize our time, we need to be well rehearsed. We need to have all of our lyrics set. We need to have all of our transitions mm-hmm. good. We need to play to a click. You know, and Casey recognized that and was like, you know, you guys busted out a song. He's like, I would have never done this right. with most of our other bands. Yeah. You know? right. and, and he's like, but I saw what you guys could do in four hours. So he's like, I, I felt pretty confident that we could bang mm-hmm. out nine songs in four days. And that's what we did. So what does a session look like? They go in, do they literally have a guy there with a stop? Like, click, let's go. No, this no. This is how I much mean, time you have. No, this no, is how much no, money no. we have. We, what do. we do is we get a big whiteboard and we list out the songs and then we list out all the parts that need to be done. Mm-hmm. And you make that grid mm-hmm. and you just start going there and start checking them off. And, right. and, yep. and if it sounds good, it sounds good. And we weren't like rushing, but we were just getting it's that kind of lightning in a bottle sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and you're just on that. You know, it's a lot of people talk about it. it's a creative high. You're just like, mm-hmm. it's oh, just it's beautiful. Three dudes in a room with a mixing board and a whole bunch of instruments and a whole bunch and a dude that knows how to use all of it you know and record it well and so that with the combination of me and Kyle knowing what we want to do and how we want it to sound Mm -hmm. and he doesn't like he said he doesn't really have to do that much right all all he's got to do is find sweet drum tones for Kyle because Kyle can play to a click really well Mm -hmm. and so Kyle can do it in one or two takes Mm -hmm. so now he doesn't have to worry about the drums right he just knows the drums are gonna sound good and they're gonna be in time right and we can do them in two takes sweet Right. I'm That's playing a, the bass on most of them, so he's like, you don't have to worry about yeah. that. We can just do that. Guitar. You know, we, and we've rehearsed it so many times that it just goes quick. It's just, it's, yeah. It's yeah. the first question I ask a young broke band. Can you play to a click? And if not, go home and figure it out. You need to learn quick. <laughs> you need to learn quick. Or yeah. everybody, yeah, I right. mean, not, no, it's not even an or. You should just learn how to play to a click. Just learn how to play to a click. Just even it, right, even if you've got the luxury <laughs> yeah. of time and all that kind of other yeah. stuff, it just makes everything so much easier. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was talking to Jody about this the other day. So when I DJ, I, was, I just DJed with two other DJs for the first time in my whole career, and I was like, "Ah, this is so nice! Like I can just DJ. I can not worry about like whatever. It takes away all that other crap that you'd have to worry about. And all you have to do is play bass and guitar, sing, play drums. Yeah. You're good. You don't have to worry about mixing. You don't have to wait, wait, cut that, re- replay it. Mm-hmm. Like having a producer, producer C, man, I couldn't do this without her because I'd just be like freaking out yeah. about levels and all this <laughs> I other crap out a lot too. i don't know where the <laughs> on switches to the microphone i just be like you know this is fucking stupid so you were a duo when you went down there for sony yeah because the dune was out like what happened with the dune i thought he was the man what was going on with that it's just dune? it just didn't just didn't work out, didn't didn't really work out. out. he's an amazing bass player he is amazing i mean and I a cool think, dude yeah like, i loved him to death was but... he was, was he too amazing you know, Dune, when, when, Dune, when Dune got some liquor in him, no, he, no, no, that's he a, was that's not a, that's a, amazing. No, 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 that's a, that's a real thing. Like He was not an amazing person when he had too much liquor. And and he just he just had too much other sh- other he had some other things on, going you know? on, other he bands just, and stuff. And, yeah. Right. You know. Yeah, you, know. Just, you know what I mean when I say too amazing, though? It's like you get those guys that come into, like, you know, your practice space or whatever it is, and they start doing some crazy noodly shit, and you're like, uh, could yeah. you just play yeah. this song? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're... He he did he did have a you know he he gelled well, well with us in certain aspects but like I said, I knew I knew that when we signed to Sony that Dune couldn't be in our band I just right. knew, I just knew it couldn't happen right. and I knew that the sound that we were creating wasn't like I said the purest and like I knew that even like 
Velvet Hips. It's an amazing record. I love that record. Love mm. all the songs, but it still feels like to me like we're we're headed to what we should. You know, like right. we're just still developing, and it's just like. Right. A, so the know, thought was, let's not. I mean, we can't just bring him with us because that's a, kind of a lead on. I mean, it's kind of. A, I like, just knew that I, me and Dune, we we butted heads quite a bit. Yeah. You know, because I wanted to rehearse a lot. I wanted to be in a rehearsal studio, and I wanted my third member to be there quite a bit. You know and. And he and he God couldn't do that. Damn you, you I know. Asshole. I'm a jerk. I'm a real jerk. Yeah. And so, it just did not work out. And you know, and you you're know. Duke Evers, man. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Just, trainer. There used to be a joke. We were, Jess and I were talking about sort of the olden timey days um, earlier, and there used to be a joke in town. Uh, Skerrick bands used to say we're the only bands in town that actually practice. Yeah. Because um, it was true, like no one ever used to practice at all. Like it was just people be like, "What do you mean practice?" Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I these mean, guys are hardcore about it, right? Like we're we're kind of that movie machine we, we all have our parts mm-hmm. but we all work really well together but that's you know I, i'm lucky as a manager that way that i have you know two artists who prioritize that that they understand the importance yeah. that they want to put on the best show mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. right um and that practice comes with that and so their living space is based around that right so they mm-hmm. live together the practice space is downstairs of the house i was gonna say drums in the living room Right, That's I mean, they've done that before, um, you know, so it, it it does take that level of dedication yeah. in order to try and build the dream, mm-hmm. right? Whatever that dream looks like, um, it's it does take that. Well, right, because the industry is different, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, like, everybody that comes in now is going to get that same treatment that you guys got of, like... There's no more deals anymore of like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got, you know, final say in everything. Oh, no. Whatever you want to do is no. fine. We completely trust you. There, It's it's much more a machine than it ever was. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's just gotten to that point where, like you said, everything's a camp. Everything's a team. Everything's, yeah, you, have you know, to. we need to sure, make sure we're maximizing mm-hmm. product. Yeah. And that's what it is. Right. It's just it's just product. And, yeah. And yeah, you know, we're we're at the end of the day, you know, we're we're pure, you know, we're pure artists. You right. know? We're we're yeah. just like, you know, you know, we don't want to do those things. We don't want to do what we're told I to do. The shit That's why we that. started playing music. We didn't start yeah. playing music because we wanted to listen to people. Right. We wanted to we wanted to start playing music to tell them fuck off and fucking, right. you know, kick their face in with our yeah. rock and jammers. Like and shit. grandma yeah. and her Megadeth. Right? Exactly. Yeah. We, like, yeah. exactly. For us, it was just kind of Granny like this, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best. It was. Yeah. And it's so weird yeah. that it's still like that, like Jody was mentioning, because there's so many different avenues now. You can just walk out the door and go, I'm going to produce my goddamn self. Well, yeah. that's, yeah. you know that's what I mean? the whole thing. Like, you know, I, I talk to young bands a lot, and they're like, well, I'm like, so what's what, what do you, you want to do? Yeah. Like, Fine. well, we want to get signed. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's not us. 1987. That was right. us. And yeah. it's, and it's, and it's And I get that, because like you said, out on the street, people go, oh, Sony, this, that. Yeah. I hear Sony, and I go... Oh. Wow, there's still a record label? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? What for? What for? Yeah. Well, um, and, you know, he... not, not to diss Sony. I mean, they've obviously put out a lot of great records. Can we say fuck Sony on the show? No. You can say fuck random records. Fuck random records. Record. But we don't need to say fuck Sony. Say right? This is totally another... turning no, they were like, cool. a, like, a, they were like cool. a death row bad boy yeah, like, it's, uh... kind of thing here. We're going to have to get more proof You know what I found? You know, as a female in the world, but then also a female in the music space, mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of opportunities for the men in my life to see real misogyny. We talk about it a lot. Oh, sure, there is though. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's one thing for me to say, oh yeah, that was the most fucked up thing ever, right? Oh. Um, but going through that experience, the t- these two, because it was, we didn't share any of that stuff with anyone because I feel like 
you know, you keep some of this stuff really close. We don't need to talk about it all the time. Um, but they got to see the most raw level of sexism and misogyny to the yeah. point, I mean, I wasn't allowed in the studio. Oh, my Right? God. Things like he that. He refused to talk to her? Oh. Oh. He refused to talk to her. But, but he was... Wait, who refused to talk to her? Paul. Paul. The label. The but fucking... we talked to her before. Like, he, oh talked to, he talked to Jess before. Like, before we actually signed it, it was like, Cool, cool, cool. Everything yeah, was cool. and then everything the was first great. conversation yeah, we, we had with him, he's like, "Yeah, well, we don't allow that. Like, you can't, so you can't bring her." in. We're like, "Well, we're not bringing her in to produce a song. We're bringing in her to like so you can meet our manager, our person, right. the only person we have in our camp besides our van." You right. know what I'm saying? It's amazing how disturbed I am by and that. And so the it's first disturbing. day we recorded, you know what they did? They brought in two of their friends from Finland and they watched us record all day. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just like, "What? Who the fuck are these guys?" So it's an it's an interesting, you know, being able to go through that. You know, these guys learned a lot. I learned a lot about what I'm willing to withstand, right? Mm-hmm. That was kind of early in our careers together. And so we all, it, you know, it brings you closer together as a sure. team, too. Um, and I'm still me, so they're like, you can't come to San Diego. And Josh is like, oh, God, I have to tell Jess. I have to make the call to tell her that she can't that was, come. And I was like. Tough call. <laughs> I was like, nobody tells me where the fuck I can go, first of all. Like, I'm buying a plane ticket, and I will be in San Diego. And so I flew my ass down to San Diego where they were recording, right? So it's those kind of things, though, right, that come up as a band that are not openly talked about a lot of times. um, But we learned a great deal beyond music in that process of, like, as a team. It's such a liberal liberal business you think that this would be. Way to the wayside by now. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's just, just a, oh, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's just not. bullshit. You know? Yeah, no, it's 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 all just pomp and circumstance. It's not real. Like they're just as shitty as any other industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you look at it, it's really a cutthroat industry, no matter what. And then oh, you yeah. add onto that, you know, beautiful manager gal. Yeah. You know, guys are just gonna be like, fucking hell, oh, I'm gonna kill this chick. Like uh, it's it's cutthroat, man. It really is. It's brutal. And I don't know why it should be such a pleasant like experience. You well, know? I mean, honestly, most of the time it is. Like I, I can't say most of the time, but there are times where it's like, yeah, like just you know. But there for you know, like like she said, we we really did get to see you firsthand. Like so close that I was just like blindsided. I was like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? I was like, wait, right. what? Right. I was so confused. Yeah. I was like so yeah. ignorant and so yeah. a dude, you know? Yeah. And I was yeah, just yeah. like, what? Right. What? I was like, what are you even, I'm like, I'm, huh? You know, we're just, we just, it didn't compute in our brains and so we were just like, what? Yeah, because you don't yeah. live like that. Yeah, right. right. You just, like, just wait, don't what? live like that at all and I don't Yeah, and like so that. it was just so confusing and very uncomfortable, you know, and there were some very uncomfortable they were so They were so uncomfortable. Like, you know, we, we signed a contract that mm-hmm. had all these line item things. One of them being uh, a food per diem. So, being the broke musicians that we are, we saw this food per diem and we're like, Tight. We're like, sick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, we get down there day three, we have like very little money, and they're, we're just like, okay, we haven't gotten a food per diem. So, we send the big guy in there. We're like, go. We're like, get him, Kyle. You know, someone's got to ask him. And so, Kyle right. goes in and works up the courage at the end of the day. After we've just recorded for like nine hours straight, busting our fucking ass. I mean, we were busting our ass. You're fucking right. working, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. You're working. And so we ask him, and we're like, Kyle, like Tiny Tim's him is like, excuse me. Like, yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> we have food money. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed and to have. And he looks at us like he's like fucking yeah. aliens, and he's like, food like money. A, no. We're like, yeah, it was in the contract. That. He goes, oh, that's in case. Uh, you work late and we <laughs> decide to take you to eat. In case what? Yeah. Guess what? Like, it's in case we go late and, and they, we're like, well, and they make the decision right now, to take like, us like, to dinner. Right. That's, that's it. That's amazing. So there was one day, Paul like poked his head in and he was like, 
Uh, you, you guys look pretty hungry. You guys like beef jerky? And he goes, he goes, he goes. It seems he's like, what did he say, Kyle? He goes, it seems our hungers have coincided. Or some yeah, dumb shit he's like, like that. I was just on a plane and I got some peanuts. You want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a bag, one, one peanut. <laughs> yeah. And so, so that, that's hilarious. You're like, it's time now for you to. Eat. Yeah, and like, so we ate with them one time, <laughs> and and that was it. And we were just like. That was the food pretty. We went to like fucking Applebee's or some shit. Yeah. So did this help make the decision about sodium? I'm oh, like I was like building a. I was. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> even know. Yeah. Right at, at this point, like thinking about it now, I can't even believe that we did sign another contract. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. like look at the you know now, but like I said, at the time when someone from Sony is interested in your band and actually flies up to Seattle to see your band, yeah. you're like, yeah, sure, damn, yeah. like these motherfuckers yeah. are serious, you know? Because I've heard it all before, you know, like, oh, you guys gonna be this, you guys gonna be that. Blah, 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 smoke up your ass. And then the disenchantment starts. Yeah, but then this guy actually showed up, and he was like, I mean, the first thing he asked me and Kyle was like, he basically was like, are you guys ready like to hit the road? And we're like, fuck yeah, we're ready to hit the road. But what we didn't know is what we needed to, we need to have an arsenal of things to really make that happen. It wasn't, it's not as easy as just like the, well, are you guys ready to go? He was like, here's the fucking van idling out back with, you know, your fucking shit in it. You guys ready to go? Here's your gas card and here's all the cocaine and like, see you guys later. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like that. So it's more like, so who are you thinking about a makeup artist? Yeah. Let's let's talk about your eyebrows. Yeah. (laughs) And it's crazy, so. You know. I hope you don't mind members of Motley Crue are going to drive along with you. <laughs> yeah, it's just not like that. It's weird. And you'd no. never been exposed to that world before, had you? I mean, you'd never been. No. So, yeah, I mean, I think everybody has that, that disillusion of what it looks like to get signed and where you're going to go. And, and I'm sure some there. people, maybe it is for that, like that for them. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, <clears> you roll into a, a label with a, a banger hit that mm-hmm. you recorded in your bedroom, like sure. Post Malone style, and put it up on SoundCloud. Yeah. I'm sure there are some incentives that you're going to get. Post Malone has at least 100 people behind him at any given moment. Yeah, but I mean, God bless him. I mean, it's like, I but mean, you know, you like even like, hustle, but his rise but like, to the fame. You know what I'm saying? Just like to hit, yeah. for him to get there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like maybe yeah. there was more of an incentive for him because he's because well, he, he brought it with him. Yeah, exactly. And so, but him. we didn't bring any of that with us, right? Yeah, we're right. we're like, you know what I'm saying? And they saw that, right? Like we're just hungry. We're an eager band. Yeah. So like you know they're gonna they're gonna ride that. They're not gonna give us what we want. But here's gonna... the props, bro. Is like if a jamoke like me can walk in and see you two cats just killing it. <laughs> a I mean, what? You a jamoke? I, I, I don't know what where he made that. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I, I think it's, it's a, a like song. East Coast, yeah, East Coast cuss word. Some it's like. not. It's um, that's not a word. Is it not? I'm, no. It is now. Yeah, it was a dictionary. Memo to self. I mean, I, I see something, man. I see something in you guys. It's just amazing. And, and then that. I saw you guys the other night too, and um, and I and I was like. What's going on here? Oh, no, bass player. And you fucking killed it. I mean, yeah. that's a duo. I mean, that's amazing. And so that's actually my question. So mm-hmm. so you played bass in the studio as well as guitar. Mm-hmm. And then how do you, like, what? tell me about what that's like when you transfer that to the stage with just two people. Um, well, at f- so when we, this is kind of a story. I like to tell the story. Too, I love yeah. stories. <laughs> um, so when we, we when, when we lost Dune, when Dune was, was exited from the band, um, I knew because we had been a two piece before that. We've actually been a two piece longer than we've ever been a three piece. Yeah, right. We should have a moment right. of silence for Dan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's posters up. Someone will find them. <laughs> so, it, so, um, but I've always like I've always had this obsession with like having multiple amps and having different tones. And so I have like an AVY mm. box, you know, so I can split amps and things like that. I was so hoping Dune, the answer was something like this. I'm yeah, like, and I'm yeah. really excited. And so, <laughs> so when Dune was exit, I I sat in the practice space and I was like. I, t- I told myself and I told Kyle, I was like, we can't go back to just like the guitar banging on the drums. It worked for us then. Sure. It was great. Right. It, you know what I'm saying? We rolled with that for a long time. We right. milked the shit yeah. out of that. It was awesome. Right. We, did like, that. Just, we need to do something new. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I just yeah. know that we can't do that again. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. 
So I sat in my practice space for fucking literal hours. And I like it dawned, I was like, oh, I got the ABY box. And I was like, if I could figure out how to split this signal to separate the bass tone right. from the guitar tone mm-hmm. and run it through a bass amp, I was like, we might be fucking going to business because all of our songs are bass, 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 loud guitars. Bass, 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 right. bass, loud guitars. It is really right. Peaks Fowlers, Peaks Yeah, Peaks Fowlers, Peaks Fowlers. Yeah. I was like, well, that's a easy, pretty easy thing to emulate. And so um, with the combination of a pog, like a pedal that drops mm-hmm. the octave down, yeah. uh-huh. um, and a sans amp, right. um, I figured it out how to do it. And I figured out how to control the guitars and the bass sound. Right. Um, so that's really interesting. Fuck, me and Kyle just started ripping, and I was like, "Damn, dude!" I was like, "We could get away with this shit at least for right. a while." You know what I'm you, saying? You, usually oh, you're getting away with it. It's working, bro. so yeah. So we usually we, there's an absence when you when this yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, trios go into duos, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "No, no I'm, there's seen, something missing." I've seen it happen with trios mm-hmm. where yeah. you're just like. You guys need another member. Yeah, so we didn't want that to yeah, happen. Yeah, right, right. So now we do a comment. Now we've become even a little more sophisticated. Once we recorded the record, we kind of went into it th- thinking, okay, we're going to try to keep it minimalist because we want to be able to do it live. We right. fucking threw that out the window really quick. We started throwing right. slapping right. keyboards right. Yeah. and whistle totally. loos right. and sure. fucking whistling, you know, all this yeah. shit. We just started going crazy. And, but, uh, you know, uh, that's when we decided that we're, we're going to start playing to tracks. We want to play to a click. We want our live sound. We want to elevate the live sound. Sure. Um, but we didn't want to add a bass player. So how sustainable do you think right. this is? Like, are you going to keep, what's the Oh, point? I think it's great. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, so now we do a combination of the two. Like, there are times where I'll kick in the bass, that bass tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are times where it's not, you know, when it's a more sophisticated bass part um, that I can't play and sing at the same time, or I have to play the guitar at the same time, whatever it may be. Um, and then we have the keys coming in. Um, Kyle's playing to the click. So then it's just nice. I'm a Virgo, so I love, you know, I like everything to be organized, yeah. um, and so it it pleases me greatly yeah, <laughs> to yeah. listen to it. And we did it for the first time at Numos, and it I, I stood out in the crowd, uh, you know, or where the you know you know where the crowd would stand, and it just sounded fucking huge. And I was yeah. like, this is it right here. Oh, like, yeah. This is this it is really why is we working. Went, I have to. This admit, is why I we went like, to a two piece well. band because we're making more fucking noise right. than the three to four piece bands that we play with. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we just kind of yeah, man, we just kind of ran with it. We just we just stopped thinking about bass players. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We right. literally were just like, we're okay. not even gonna think about yeah. them. We're gonna come yeah. up with our own bass lines. We'll figure it out. Totally. Um, you know, so now anytime we come up with something, we just record it um, and we just put it into our live Ableton set mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it's ready to go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it's 2092, wow, why not? The Dune really helped you out, man. He really yeah, did. did, you know, like, <laughs> things happen for a reason, man. And, I and take same it back, with Sony. props to Dune. Yeah, and, and same with Sony, you know, like everything happens for a reason. We met Jess for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, we we are very fortunate as a band. We have done a lot of cool things. You know, it's not always just what was Duke Evers. Um, we've done well. No, you got Cadillac cool problems shit. for sure. I mean, if you're yeah, breaking up with have... Sony, you got Cadillac problems. Yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> we've definitely first world yeah. band problems. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's good problems to have sometimes. You know, like, but it really truly made us realize, you know, that we should be a two piece, and that mm-hmm. we should just persevere and, you know, what I'm saying, not worry about labels and not worry about bass players, and we should just do what the fuck we want to do. It's yeah, a lot, it's, it's a lot easier to do things democratically when there's only two people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like it's just become the, organic. I see like 11 organic, bands and I'm like, organic. you guys going to fucking Super organic, you know? Yeah. yeah. And Kyle's a giant dude, so I don't have trouble carrying like the bass amps that we carry and like all that stuff. You know, so like, it'd be one thing if I had like a scrawny little fucker with me, I'd be like, yeah. God damn, I have to carry one amp around with me because we can't fucking... We're not strong enough to carry anything else. So. Well, it's right. kind of like um, watching tennis when I was watching you guys the other night and I'm just like, boom, 
Boom. Boom. Because <laughs> it's just super powerful, man. Like, yeah. he, he just brings your, Kyle just brings your attention right back to him. You're like, yeah. holy fuck, that shit's going to break, bro. I know it. I know it. <laughs> and now we're trying to get it. It's hard to be consistent with it because we don't always get the option, but we'll definitely do it at the release here. Mm -hmm. um, and we've been doing it the past couple shows, but we've been moving Kyle up to where I am. Mm -hmm. oh, so yeah. it's not this like awkward, because it's very fucking weird for him to be behind me, and there's just a sea of stage. So I noticed yeah. that before. Yeah. You were kind of in the black yeah, at that yeah. last show, and, and then you would go back to him a little mm -hmm. bit. I love mm -hmm. the side-by-side <clears throat> setup for mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, like it's yeah. awesome. It's, yeah. it's, it's much better for us. Um, I'm sure. And the, yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, even with Jody, I like to be able to look at it. I see his face, right even here. though he hides yeah. right behind yeah. that thing. Yeah. It peeks out once in a great while. So I'm like, oh, he's still over there. So <laughs> what about the interweb, man? How's that? I mean, affecting you in a like you, you're on YouTube, you're getting the hits, you're getting in. Man, it's it's slow. It's slow for us. We're 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 trying. I think what happened was, man, is because we had that like to everybody else, we've been on like a four year hiatus. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like as far as everybody else knows, we haven't been doing shit. So right. it's like. We kind of just went off the grid, and then now we're back with like all the shit. We're like, "Hello, yeah. like, we're fucking here." So Don't, now it's like, the, remember the big push. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we like now we have all these videos, and we have now we have so much content sure. that it's like I'm, you know, what I'm saying it's, yeah. you know. So we're just kind of waiting for it to to build, and we're gonna do this release. We're gonna hit the road, and the only thing that we can do is just keep hitting the road and keep touring. And where's the road going? Uh, well, the first tour we're doing is going to be West Coast, West Coast, you know, here. just that little run circle through the, the loop, yeah, yeah. yeah. Through, through Arizona, whatnot, all that stuff, and then hopefully, you know, the slow, the slow move over to the East Coast. Or so, where are they eating you up at? Have you been on the road yet? We have. Um, you know, uh, Sacramento. Was Get really the Sacramento <laughs> likes rock music. Like the they armpit of nuts. California. They love it, man. They go nuts. We, we, we wow. played in Sacramento. Dude, a lot of great bands have come out of Sacramento. Dude, we played in Sacramento, and we were like, we roll into this club, and it was a cool place. So was, like, what whatever. was the club? Because I what was it called? Uh, was it the Torch Club? No, no. Was it the Torch Club? That's a strip club. I don't I mean, know. You mean they didn't play there. The blue, the blue, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called, but... We roll in there, and, and no offense, but it was a bunch of old dudes playing, and we're like, fuck, is this the kind of vibe? We're like, okay, whatever. Like, a bunch of old yeah. people there, like, vibing, yeah, blues yeah. music, yeah. fucking guitar solos. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. And Steve so we're like, yeah, we're, we just, like, go back to the green room, we're kicking it, and then, like, all that stuff ends, and, like, there's a big, you know, change. All of a sudden, like, we look out, and there's, like, a shit ton of fucking, like, younger people in there now. And we're like, oh, cool. Like, Weird. What's going on? Yeah. You know, like, wonder what's going on tonight. Like, right. like, why don't like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were all there to see us, and we were just mind yeah. blown. We're like, we they don't were know anybody from Sacramento. The they knew all the words. They went out and you slipped people cash. They fucking knew yeah. the words yeah. to the songs. <laughs> Some of these motherfuckers flew up from Sacramento to see us play at Block Party. You get out? Yeah. I swear. We talked to them afterwards. They're like, they're like, we saw you guys play. Blah blah blah. And we're right, just right, like, right. It was crazy. So, Sacramento, um, L.A. Um, is always good for us. Uh, Utah that's, wasn't bad. That's got to feel good, man. That's got to yeah. feel good knowing that people like I saw you in Sacramento. And it was you came nuts. Here to see I was me. like, I yeah. I just held them immediately. I was like, you're just you're my favorite people. Like, yeah. What? You, yeah. you came all the way from Sacramento just to see us play at Block Party. The road's a bitch, though, man. How do you do on the road? How do you guys both do on the road? Oh, we're great. Oh, it's a breeze. Is it the van action? Is it? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of Queens of Stone Age, Daft Punk. A lot of weed smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of road sodas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of car farts. A lot of car farts. Oh, yeah. Constantly <laughs> talking about, you know, it's the same shit. We have a blast on the road, man. Like, yeah. the last time we came home from tour, yeah, we farts. just sat in, in, in the van in our, our driveway because we weren't actually yeah. ready to be back. 
Huh. Everybody um, was at our house, like, ready oh, for yeah, us to get back. And, and we had yeah, we, we were just uh, in the van, like, wow, we just want to turn around there? and get back on the road. Yeah. No, no I want to go home. You're a rare breed. A lot of a lot of artists don't like it. Oh, I love going to hard. It's hard to come back. Like, I was going back to my fucking sock job, so I'm like... You One minute I'm on the road, and then like the next minute I'm fitting like old people for compression socks, and right. I'm like, what the fuck is I, you happening? Know that, oh, I thought that was like <laughs> yeah. some kind of code for some shit. Yeah. I was like, I oh, it's, oh, the sock no, job. The sock job. Every, like, literally like, a sock job. Every weird job jobs, that Josh gets, I'm like, this only adds to the Rolling Stone story someday <laughs> right, that we're sure, gonna tell sure. because yeah. you work the weirdest fucking jobs. But that, like, this job's up there. I don't know this what else could be weirder than that. I when he called me and he's like, yo man, I got a job, and I was like, sweet. Like, oh, what, what, what you doing? Like, to give me the update or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to be selling socks. And I was like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you right. fucking with me right um, now? It almost and sounds and like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Yes. And like, was, did you get caught in a pyramid scheme? Or yeah, I was. I was like, wait, where yes, are this you? This new thing I just, um, maybe heard of. It's called yes. M1. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. And <laughs> that's what he did. I mean, and it was, I mean, but I think this also speaks to, like, the level of hustle where you're just like, I sure. want to do. I, right. and, and he was I like, I can't a work a job. job that was at night, right? Yeah. Right. Selling socks. Sucks. Well, I was going to segue into, like, the worst thing about being on the road, and I only was on the road for a short time when I was younger, was not having clean socks. I used uh, to hate <laughs> that shit. And they're like, oh, wash them in the sink. And then I'm like, but they don't get that softness after they're just crusty and See, washed in a bathroom that even, sink. That doesn't even phase me, man. I'll, I'll fucking roll for days You're just like, socks. don't wear socks. I'll just I'll roll plus, you probably don't want to see socks. I'm a, ro- I'm, a, I'm a road dog. I'm a road dog. We, we're, we do well on the road. I think <clears> it's, it, is a, it is a natural habitat for us. Like, yeah. we... Yeah, we love it. And there's there's something about being insanely hungover mm-hmm. and thinking, am I going to be able to play this next show? And then just fucking murder it. Is, it. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. And then you stage do it all over again. Yeah. Stage and you're just health like, is real. Yeah. Stage health is a real thing. And yeah. you're like, well, oh, yeah. here we go. And yeah. you just fucking do it. And, and we talked about this with uh, our episode with Marco Collins, I think, Jody, when we were bringing up just people just being fucking wrecked and just like oh, I remember yeah. oh, putting yeah. artists on stage like there's no way oh, definitely not no gonna way. make right. it you see him in the green room and you're like bed. oh we're fucked yeah, yeah. There, I've, we've had very few shows like that fortunately mm-hmm. um I but then we, you just boom. I think we played one at the Blue Moon, and we were playing with this band oh. from Portland. Well, no one and, would notice the and, Blue Moon. <laughs> anyway, yeah. like, oh. and, no, no, the funny thing is, we knew that nobody there would notice, but the band from Portland was like, you could tell they're like, are these motherfuckers gonna be able to yeah. play? Like, because me and Kyle were, we were ripping them home. Like, we yeah, were, we were just on fucking, we were coming out of your. We pores, were just like, so, yeah. we didn't give a shit. We were just getting fucking tossed. Yeah. And the same thing, we just get up on stage, we're like, and we just fucking be- like yeah, bang yeah. through it, just a smash a set, and they're just like, what the. Fuck? Dude. They asked me. They were like, "Yo, man, are your boys are gonna you? be able to play?" And yeah, I was like, okay. "Don't worry about it." Now, granted, like, we don't do this all the time. That's but some extra shit. I like that. Yeah, we don't do it all the time, but if if we have to, we, we will. Yeah. I'll tell you my my to. Pogues throwing up in his hat story sometime. It was you know, <laughs> okay. total rock star shit. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I see. You guys seem really super symbiotic. Like I picture you guys talking, and like the the camera pans to both of your feet at the end of a bed, and you're like in the bed together <laughs> with a blanket up to your neck, like. That's, what do you want to do that is not very far off. <laughs> Maybe what are you eating Fruit Loops or something like that? You know, I, yeah. I mean, the reality of it is, is you could cut scene to us like then sitting up, like we sit on our couch and we watch a lot of Jeopardy. Yeah, we've been yeah. really into Jeopardy oh, okay. lately. Yeah. What, what about you got that fucking whole James Holzhauer? He's, he's, he's gonna make Jeopardy go broke. Yeah, uh, dude, I just, uh, yeah, he's gonna break. He's, he's breaking Jeopardy. He's breaking more money than Alex Trebek. You know what's crazy though is that I read a. Let's just talk about Jeopardy for a while. I say no, no, no. This is important. This is important. We are very psyched. So here's the thing, because like that's what everybody's saying, but when I read this profile of him in the New York Times yesterday. 
and they did like a, I mean, a long, like of an in-depth profile. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he's like, actually, not everybody can do what I do, because A, you have to come in here completely Dude. okay with losing a lot of money. Yeah. Like gambling. You have to really gamble with yeah. this. And he, oh, and the other best part, the, guy, the interviewer was like, so how do you know all this trivia? And he's like, children's books. He's like, what? I actually went to the library and looked up like reference books for kids. Huh. And that's how he learns all the trivia. Because he's like, I'm not going to sit and read crazy. something like super dry, like nine pages right. on one subject. Just give me like bullet points. And he just like digests all of it. So now I'm. But he's just, just got that brain where he can, just so he can undigest it. That's yeah. the biggest thing. It's like, well, yeah. Like it's a math. lot of those things it's, it's I basic, know, it's but it's like, math. I don't know him until five minutes later. But he's yeah. also oh, like the perfect combination of like a gambler, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, he that's does it as a and he plays the board like it comes in. He knows he's got to have like the big, he's got to have the big cash to make the big bets. And the balls to just throw it all in every single time. He just does that every time. You're like, who is this guy? Because he's super paid. Like, he doesn't really need this money. He's doing really well. He's like, well, I think my family's doing all right. He's like, I don't want to hear from him on any hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last night. And I was like, oh, damn, dude. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder uh, what the bag out process of that game is. Like, so you can just be like, I got a hell of money. I'm done. Or do you have no, to lose? Or what gonna the be fuck a, is the it's process? It's probably like of that? signing a Sony contract. There's a lot of fine print, a lot of red tape. Uh, you can't uh, yeah. just get the money and go. No, like, first of all, like, you got to pay the IRS. You're not, you're not getting oh, yeah, you're you're not not out of the oh, yeah. money. And sure. isn't it crazy to think that those, all the episodes he's done have been in at least three days, right? Because they right. do five episodes a day. They do five episodes a day. So it's crazy. He's done all that in three days. He's just murdering. Yeah. It's insane. Because the other guy, what was his Ken run? Jennings Ken Jennings, 70, Jennings 74. 74 episodes, yeah. and he's already made half that money yeah. in so like two months. But that didn't it. take him, you know what I'm saying? So that right. took however right. many, whatever, I'm not good at math, so you divide He's that, making a mill every two baller, weeks, so or every three he's, days. Yeah, yeah he's making crazy. way more than the Ken, the Ken, Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings was averaging 30,000, this guy's averaging 70,000. Yeah. 70,000 a day. Yeah, uh, an ep- or an, a show. A show. Yeah. Which is more than Alex Trebek makes an episode. The, the thing that'll suck is if everybody tries to come on and replicate this because you literally have to be a professional gambler to make this work. Okay, yeah, how, I, don't, I don't get that. How can you replicate this? You've got to know no, the shit well, no, no matter what. Well, no, no, no. Everybody knows the shit. You literally can't get on the show unless you pass a test. That's true. Like That's a true. test that puts right. the SAT to Thank shame. goodness. So once you get on the show, everybody knows the stuff. Then it's all just strategy, right? Yeah. So then it's the buzzer. The, the buzzer. The buzzer's big, and then the and then Cle- what this dude out does. The bottom. Yeah. Right. First, There's all thousand dollar yeah. clues, unless he doesn't feel comfortable with the category, in which case he might step his way through it, right. yeah. and then hunt for daily doubles and yeah. have the oh, cash he's to, a, like throw down. Yeah. Right. And just double every hunt time. is yeah. right, dude, because that guy is a, oh, yeah. he's a savage man. Like, yeah, he just seems like he might be a little bit of a gangster. Oh yeah, he's like a marauder. It's yeah. And his his smile at the end, you're like, oh what the hell? You're like you just you just kind of want to give him your money. Yeah. Thug life across yeah, the yeah. Like, oh. He's kind of like, <laughs> he's kind of like, goes into his mouth. <laughs> he hits the buzzer and goes, even if I lose, I ain't fucking losing. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, whoa, dude. Yeah. He's kind of yeah. And I still picture both of your sets of feet. In the, the, <laughs> like, Jeopardy. Well, most of the people that go there. on that show are like super nerdy people who are just leaving their basement for the first time in their life. Yeah. yeah. So they're not going out there with this massive confidence. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're just nervous. Yeah. Fuck you, Alex. Give me a thousand dollars. Get out of my face. Yeah. Like so Alex has like, the big C, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. I've, I've been trying to look. I mean, he just keeps kind of making these public service announcements, and he's like, just seems chill. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Alex you know, is chill, If I'm Alex chill. is cool with you know, it, I'm cool I'm, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Alex is chill, I'm, I'm chill. chill. If he's yeah. still filming episodes, I'm like, let's run with it, dude. Right, hey. Let's run know, with it. I, you, know, I, you know, I wish the best for him. Celebrate while we can. That's awesome. What are, what are you guys doing? What's next? Where so you're going on tour? You're gonna. What about the festival? You got any festivals coming up? 
Um, man, we haven't got booked for any festivals. Um, they should have booked you for that thing festival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. looks fucking I'm gonna, great. I'm yeah, that, that does shit. look cool. Yeah, it's like an old you say that shoot. now. I say that it looks now. like an old bumper shoot. It's, it's the dude that that, that hey, did Sasquatch. It was good, yeah. It's yeah. the guy that it's created Sasquatch. Sasquatch guy. Guy. Yeah. Oh, he had to go somewhere. Um, so yeah, no, no real festivals. We just we have the album release on the eighth. Um, right here. Yeah. Yeah. On this very stage. Yeah. I'm I'm coming. Yeah. I'll be here. And so, Jess, can you get me on the list? I think about it. I think I'm hoping I'm hoping now that like people realize that we have music out and that you know we didn't fall off the face of the earth. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully people actually listen to this podcast and they go and they look up. Yeah. So where are the best places to find you? YouTube, obviously. YouTube, yeah, YouTube Spotify, Spotify, Spotify iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram. Like us on Instagram. Please yeah. subscribe to YouTube. Please do all those things. We're going to get links. We're going to get links from you yeah. and we're going to set all that stuff up and just start doing that. Yeah. And also I'm going to have you sign a little something, something so we can play your music on the show oh, as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm I'm totally digging on it. So the, yeah, this has been totally fun, man. I'm super glad you guys showed up, Thanks and I and I will continue to fanboy out on Duke Evers, and Jess, you're awesome. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Thanks for listening to T Bomb, guys, and we are out. See you later. Woo! Thanks, guys. Oh, that was fun. That was so fun, yeah. you guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.